Hey, this is former WWE and TNA world champion, your Olympic hero, and Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle. And you're listening to the Wretched Wrestling Podcast. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Back to the World Wrestling Entertainment. No, 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 no. We're not the World Wrestling Entertainment. We're the World Wrestling Podcast. We're the WWP <laughs> Podcast Champion. Episode 8. Welcome back yeah. to WWP, the Wretched Wrestling Podcast. I am Craig Dixon. And I'm Freddie Robinson. What's up? And we have a lot to talk about, Fred. Yeah, a lot's gone down this week. And we so much. start doing this shite now. So we're going to fly through today's show as quickly as we can, and I'm sure you're going to be on hold for three hours here. Exactly, because we want you to at least stay up for at least an hour of our podcast. The other <laughs> two, if you fall asleep, I'll just start talking about my girlfriend, Becky Lynch, uh, and your girlfriend as well. Uh, okay, well, we'll I'll, I'll try not to talk about that too much. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> So today we're going to be running through WWE Extreme Rules 2016 and the Monday Night Raw follow-up on May 23rd. I put the dates down on my notes. I should have responded quicker. I pulled up my thing and I took two. Ew, you pulled up your thing? Yeah, man. That's disgusting. I'm back in the basement. I just bunched up. Oh, God. I mean, a (laughs) dimly lit basement as well. It was very bright. So, I mean, we've got so much to go through, so let's just jump right in to WWE Extreme Rules, and right off the bat, I pulled up the wrong results and pulled up Payback. So, let's go back. Um, We did that a couple weeks ago. So, let's talk about the the opener for the show, which was Dolph Ziggler versus Baron Corbin in a no-disqualification match. Might as well just talk about Payback, because that was the same exact fucking match you started with last time. Yeah, so I mean, it was kind of a waste of uh, no disqualification um, stipulation. Because um, they didn't do anything that was worthy of disqualification. No, right? it, was, it was stupid. No, it was, it wasn't. Yeah. There was, I don't even think it was a, a chair involved, correct? Um, I mean, I'm just... Uh, you know, I was kind of getting ready for something crazy considering it's Dolph Ziggler and the great wrestler yeah. and stuff, but then and he just lost and that was it. Yeah, I mean, and, um, it, was, yeah. it wasn't much. Um... I think, yeah, so Baron Corbin, the only thing that was really no disqualification about this was he hit a low blow. Oh, right, and got right, the win. sorry. Yep, so, yep, yep, yep. 
we both went with um, ba- uh, we both went with Dolph Ziggler on a coin flip. Yes, this Sacagawea so, did predict that. So technically yeah. that wasn't so, our So in, in future reference, we will not trust women on U.S. <laughs> oh, currency. No. no no U.S. currency. So if we ever have no to Indians. flip a $10 bill in the future when they change that, <laughs> uh, we will not be going with the woman um, currency going forward. Stick to our forefathers, goddammit. They're called forefathers for a reason. Memorial Day weekend. They're not forefathers. Memorial Day weekend. Anyway, that was random. Yeah. Okay. So, so anyway. Yeah, it was, you know. It was, a, it was a good match. Nah. It was decent. Nah, I guess. It was decent. So yeah, I had no problems with it. So, I mean, except for Dolph losing. So I mean, normally what we do when we do these uh, pay-per-view and Raw recaps, we mm. we kind of have to go through both very quickly, and we usually talk about what happens on the pay-per-view, and if there's any follow-up the next show, um, mm. we talk about it. So yeah, um, so that. Did any was there any follow up for this on Raw? Uh, I don't remember. I, I, I don't so fucking remember either. It, I feel like I'm in the t- uh, like a twilight zone with this feud because they just keep they keep wrestling every goddamn week and and it just seems like the same exact match and I don't know I I feel like yeah. I'm like I'm like from Fred from two months ago you know like in happier times you yeah know? so um corbin inter- so weird corbin did a backstage interview she uh whoever the interviewer was asked her jojo jojo asked if um he you know if he felt like he deserved the win even though he really cheated and corbin basically said i don't really care how i win i'm here to get paid i don't really care right. about you know being technical mm-hmm. and it was no disqualification so he's got a right he's got a right to cheat right. if he really wants to exactly. it, it's allowed so um, Ziggler shows up and he says, "Like, yeah, we'll have a, we can have another show. Ne- we can have a we'll have one more match next week. Uh, so this this feud's not over yet. God, yeah. Man. So um, later in the mat, later in the show, um, I see Dolph versus like Heath Slater. At this yeah. Point. So I mean, like, we'll talk about Dolph Ziggler later in the show because he does wrestle in a Money in the Bank qualifier. But I feel like we should talk about Money in the Bank in its in its own." Because I thought Raw yeah. was actually a very good follow-up show. So let's just jump back, yeah. back to Extreme Rules. Yeah. Where So the opening match of the actual pay-per-view was the club versus the Usos in a Tornado tag team match. Yeah. And this match yeah. was good. Good, 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 good. It reminded so, me of, uh, of uh, back in the Monday Night War days, um, WCW used to do a lot of Tornado tag matches, uh, or Texas Tornado matches, they used to call them, back with, like, Public Enemy and the Nasty Boys. And right. You see these two, like, you see the two screens, they'd be brawling all over the ringside. It's just, uh, for me, it had a special place in my heart, something nostalgic for that. Yeah. I, eh, that's, that's how I felt. I've always been a big fan of Tornado Tag matches, and I feel like they don't do them enough, so I did mm-hmm. enjoy this. I like it when all four guys are in the ring just doing crazy things. So, as we both said, um, the club really needed this win badly, and- Anderson and Gallows. You know they've kind of looked like they've looked like pussies lately. So mm-hmm. the Usos have been a fucking afterthought. Other other otherwise uh, aside from their you know involvement with Roman Reigns. So it yeah. was an easy call here. So Anderson and Gallows um, get the Usos. Now there was no Money in the Bank implications the next day on Raw. So I think no, we should just jump no. right into this. Right, so Anderson right. and Gallows um, are you know they're being they they confront AJ Styles who AJ Styles kind of blames them. For not winning the world heavyweight championship, oh, for right. getting involved yes. in the main event, so that pro- that that you know that signals their you know their appearance on Raw, and they go up to Styles and they say, you know, like I- I'm sorry, did you just blame that on us? Because 
we were there to We've help. We've been trying you. to help you the whole time, dang goddamn time. So, um, so this. So yeah, are they over? Yeah, the they're club's over. They're, the club, like. the club is over. At least the three of them. Um, you know, and Anderson and Gallows are still together. Obviously, I, I, I got a little predictione. Oh yeah, you got something for me? I do, I do. I just um, I just thought of this now. Um, now with the club being disbanded, and with rumors of maybe Finn Balor coming up to the roster after the June eighth. NXT TakeOver show, maybe they form the Balor Club. That's a perfect idea. I mean, they already have the Balor Club as his right. fucking shirt. You might as well use it. What and the then, hell is a Balor Club if there's only one guy? Right. You just like it's a weird guy with one... Yeah. Like the, the one-man club. I'm a one-man club. <laughs> yeah, plus they got the new... They got uh, ties to New Japan. The, right. Uh, Finn Balor was actually the original leader of the Bullet Club in New right. Japan. So this whole, and then once he left, I'm sorry, AJ Styles came in to be the leader. So it all actually kind of makes sense. So, I mean, maybe down the line it gets us a Balor versus AJ Styles match. <gasps> oh my god, Boner City. What? <laughs> Imaginary Boner Clubs. <laughs> That's the end of our show. Bonk! Off to another homoerotic start this week. Have I even d- brought up that? We've been hanging out for the last couple of hours. I've not brought up anything crazy. Nope. Okay. So I'm going to stop that. It's just the podcast brings out the gay in you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Becky, I'm straight. <laughs> oh I'm God. straight. Oh, my God. Why am I arguing with this? <laughs> Nobody's arguing with me. I'm straight! <laughs> Um, so going Bobby. going back to Extreme Rules, we have um, Kalisto defending his United States Championship against Rusev with Lana at his ring at ringside. Yes, and from Lana. This was another good match. I thought I thought you maybe you you and me were going to disagree on this. What I, you didn't like this? No, no, no. I thought I was going to like this match. Oh no, I liked it a like lot. I did like it a lot. Oh, okay. So. Um, yeah, this was a really good, another good match, but it's not surprising because Kalisto is a great wrestler, and, and he um, can fly with the big guys. We saw it with Ryback. Yep, all you need is a good base. Months. All you need is a good base for Kalisto to fly, and, um, and Rusev is a perfect stuff. like he's an agile big man, so he can. Yes, they they had a solid match. It was a ten minute match. I mean, it was solid, and we both called that Rusev. Needed this more than Kalisto, oh, so definitely. Kalisto wins the United States Championship. Because I don't know what they were gonna do with Kalisto. At yeah, that point. I feel like Kalisto, his time is in the future. They they feel like he's got time. His time is up. His time is now. Uh... Kid, never mind. Um, so no. I mean, was there any follow up to this on on Raw? I don't even remember. No, no. Um, I don't think there really was with Kalisto and Rusev. Anyway, I think Rusev. Um. um yeah, no, there was nothing really. No, no, there wasn't. Um, I'm trying to think. So, um, there was that weird thing. They did. They did the, do the end they of the did, match though when the sorry. ref kept pushing the the guy Rusev away from Kalisto. So was he hurt? I was trying to I don't, think about. I that don't know. I don't before know. Before we put the accolade and like basically bent him backwards. And I actually him don't know. I don't. I actually do not know. But um, that was a weird part of the match. Just going through my notes here, it says that. Um, Kalisto got his United States rematch on SmackDown against Rusev, oh. and we have no idea what happened because we don't watch SmackDown. SmackDown, baby! Motherfucking SmackDown. Uh, we're going to have to talk about that later, Fred. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, I mean, there's... <laughs> yeah, so there wasn't much follow-up. I think I think, <laughs> I think it was the right call. Um, Definitely. Um, Especially with John Cena coming back. I think it's pretty much a given now. 
this was your theory yeah. that Cena and Rusev are going to be fighting over the United States Championship. Um, yeah. And he yeah. and Cena is the person yeah. who ended Rusev's first United States title reign. That's right. He had the title, what seems like forever. Yeah. Um, and Cena just pretty much soundly defeated him, and that was kind of the end of Rusev. <laughs> Came out in a tank. Yeah. At WrestleMania, oh, which he barely fit in. Oh, God. And then, remember, uh... Cena had that crazy, like, yeah. patriotic, like, all the Marine, basically every Marine came so, down to the ring with him. we did horrible on the pre-show. We both went zero for one on the pre-show. So we but thinking, that doesn't uh, really count. Yeah. But, and we also went with a fucking Sakaji way, so it's her fault. I blame her! <laughs> I hate you, Saka! But, so far we started off, like, Extreme Rules very good. We are two for two in our predictions. Um, this is Jawaya. So we go to, um, we go back to Extreme Rules. We have the uh, Tag Team Championship match. Between the New Day defending their titles against the Void Villains. And I thought this was the an Vaud interesting... Villains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought this was an interesting aspect, which I kind of thought maybe maybe I was going to be wrong and maybe the Void Villains would win because they had Big E tagging with Xavier Woods. And yeah. I feel like every tag yeah. team title one, it's always Kofi Kingston and Big E. Because, yeah. Because they're the, like, the more established workers and, and, you know, and Xavier's kind of always on the outside doing his, you know, shtick with the trombone and whatnot. Yeah, but, um, so that was a little surprising. That was surprising, there. and I thought, ah, oh, maybe, maybe they'll, maybe they'll lose now. Yeah. And this was one of the matches I wasn't terribly sure if they were gonna win, because I, you know, you know how they love to throw titles on young guys and new guys. So yeah, and like keep us on our toes. Yeah. Even if it's not the right decision per se. Yeah. They um, try to do that. I'm I'm gonna go on a limb and say this match was kind of a dud. Uh, it was very quick. It was a squash match. It was the quickest match on the card by far. It was a squash match. Yeah. It was very quick match. It was so. time six minutes and twenty seconds. It was. We're looking at the times it's now. It's the shortest match on this card. It, it actually was some. It was shorter, shorter than Baron Corbin and Dolph Ziggler, which, which was a short match, also. Yep. So, it was, so yeah. So I mean, it, there wasn't really much to this. Um, I don't think it was. I, yeah, it was. It wasn't very good. Well, the problem now is that, that the, uh, with the with the New Day is that they're just so uh, far and above every single tag team. I mean, that there is that they basically. It's squash matches like, like we just saw um this past on past week on Raw they came out with the birthday cake yeah. celebrating the twelve hundredth episode of Raw's War right Raw's War wow that old school yeah damn. sorry about that one uh, <laughs> Raw sorry and um they fought the out the social outcasts and squashed them so there's like really no one besides maybe I think maybe Gals and Anderson. Who are like serious contenders yeah. for the for the championship? It's a damn NXT shame because NXT has such a great tag team div- division. Oh, great, and you know half of them got called up at this point, but you know they're all too they're too fresh in the in the company to even challenge New Day for their tag team championships, and that's fine. Definitely, just keep just keep the tag titles on New Day. I mean, sometimes you got nothing. If you've got yeah. no one to put the title on, then you keep it on the current guy because yeah, the no New reason. Day New Day's working. I mean, their face run has been a little. A little, a little hokey, if you will. A little cheesy at times lately, but, but the crowd's still into something it. Something about Xavier and and Biggie that make mm-hmm. it work because they're just so they're so naturally charismatic on on the mic. Oh, definitely. Um, and you know, doing their gyrations with the WWE World Tag Team Champions. So I I love that. So keep it going. I love it. Keep it going for as long as it's gonna work until somebody. Somebody forces their hand where they need to take a tag team championships off them. Exactly. And then I know this is not part of Extreme Rules and the past Raw that followed Extreme Rules, but um, I, we didn't really get really much into it, but they had a great match against the Dudley Boys. Like, And it was a quick match, but like everything flowed. Like They're just great wrestlers. They're great on the mic. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, unfortunately, they're going to have to start building up some tag teams. Yeah. Because the New Day ain't got no competition no more. So we're kind of like got some problems here, you know, yeah. with that. But, you know, we got time. Keep the titles on them. And uh, we'll... We'll uh, move forward from there. Uh, eventually, the tag team will come. Yeah, up. I mean, yeah, I mean, we knew the social outcasts weren't going to win. Oh. The social outcasts minus Adam Rose, which we will talk about a little bit later. Ugly. Um, so going back yeah. to extreme rules, mm-hmm. now we get into the the meat of the card now, where we have oh, a great boy. intercontinental oh, championship match, Whew. possibly match of the year candidate here between yeah. the Miz, Cesaro, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. Oh my god! Oh, that was such Whew. a good match. I'm, I got goosebumps just talking about Me too. how Me good too. that match was. I, as I was watching it, I'm like, man, Fred, this might be match of the year. I know it's a little early, but this could Very be early, it. But yeah. It was so good. I, I think it was the, well. It was easily going to be the best best match on the on the card, which we knew. Yeah, I and mean, this was the only match that me and you three of three of, with. Yeah, this was the only match that we disagreed with. With the call. predictions, very tough um, call. You went with Miz. I went yeah. with Cesaro. <sighs> tough call. And Fred would be correct. Yes. <laughs> so Fred, Fred guaranteed his victory on the show with this because. <laughs> That was the only match we disagreed on, so everything else we were going to be tied on for the rest of the show. So, I'm usually wrong. So Fred won the prediction battle this this month going into this, and uh, we had sorry for the, sorry. Oh God, it smells horrible. I'm sorry, Craig cooks some hamburgers and hot dogs. I'm so sorry. Uh, t- earlier today, and with celebrating an early Memorial Day little dinner with us, and yes, uh, and uh, it smells like fucking hot dogs down here between both of us burping right now you know when so. you eat a hot dog though that it's just gonna smell like hot dogs in your mouth for like two oh, days yeah i know i like i'll wake up tomorrow morning and i'll still taste it anyway <laughs> no more no more we've had enough dick jokes in our thing so let's not I talk know. about hot Lots dogs of objects being thrown around on this a lot podcast. of phallic objects <laughs> there you go that's the right word um so uh, so we go back into raw so um yeah, so I mean it's on it's actually on in the background right now so yeah. then there's a little bit of follow-up on this um we have some... Uh, should we do the qualifying matches? We might as well start we might off. We'll just talk about it. Yeah, we might I as mean, well. So, Money in the Bank is the next pay-per-view coming up. Um, so, I like I like when they do, like, make a Raw very important where all the matches are towards some goal. Oh, yeah. So, most of the Raw was just Money in the Bank qualifying matches, which just gave absolute... So good. Such importance to the show winning your match. So... The first one on the card was Cesaro versus The Miz. Yeah. Um, I guess because Miz pinned Cesaro to get the win at Extreme Rules. So yeah. naturally you do this match next. And this was a damn good match. We love that spot oh, that great. we're watching right now where, you know, um, Miz was starting to reverse the suplex. And um, he started kicking Cesaro. And Cesaro kind of like dropped yeah. him a little bit, but then still powered him up and pulled him back over. So yeah. this was a good, another good match between these two. I feel like Miz can... If Miz is thrown in the ring with a guy who can work like Cesaro, he can uh, he can really make this work. Yeah, so like... I don't I don't mean to like... You know, you may, you may disagree with me on this. I'm not really sure if you're going to disagree with me on this. But What's like... Really, after Extreme Rules, I have a really do. I really do sincerely have a newfound respect for the Miz, because he really held his own with the four in the four way match, which I thought he was going to kind of be like you know, you know, overpowered with per se, and um, and then he also had another great match with uh, Cesaro on Raw. Yeah, you know? I mean, so and we were afraid that maybe Cesaro would not have anything to do after Money in the Bank. I mean, I'm sorry, Extreme Rules. 
But as you as we the results, he's now in the Money in the Bank match, which is good. So right, so that's good. So um, Cesaro gets the win on Raw, so he's going in the Money in the Bank. That's definitely the right call. Um, they don't need they don't need Miz in the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, I'm sorry, in the Money in the Bank ladder match at WrestleMania. So no, that's, no, no, that's a good call on their behalf. Um, now Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn would have their own uh, matches on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. To qualify separately on uh, for the Money in the Bank. So go, let's just stick with that for now. So let's go sure. to Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn fought Sheamus in the, actually the I'm sorry the first match. That was oh right, that was the first match. Um, and you know Sheamus was last year's Money in the Bank winner, so this is they kind of like sold Sami Zayn as the underdog. Oh so, right, okay. so that was a good call. Um, and booking wise to put it on the match first because you know it kind of got the crowd into it. Yeah. Um, and Sami Zayn got the win, which you know set Sheamus off to stuff that happened later in the show. Um, yeah. <laughs> so again, so we got right off the bat, we got two very good workers right in Money in the Bank. Again, I love I love having high you know these important matches on Raw where there's something meaningful happening, um, where Sheamus I'm you know sorry Sheamus loses and uh, so Cesaro's in, Sami Zayn's in, so um, yeah I mean yeah the other the only other guy would be um, you know from this Intercontinental Championship match left over that we haven't spoken about is Kevin Owens who would fight on the main event of Raw against yeah. AJ Styles to get into Money in the Bank. Yeah. Now, naturally, we already talked about that AJ Styles came up short in the world title match. We'll talk about that a little bit later. True. But, you know, regardless of that, he did lose, so he's trying to get in. And when I saw this match was announced, I was like, oh, shit. Because when we were thinking, we were right after um, Extreme Rules, we were saying, well, who's naturally going to be in Money in the Bank? It's the next pay-per-view. And we right. both said, yeah. we're like, oh, naturally, AJ Styles is in this match. He's a high I really flyer. Thought he was going to be in it. He's a high flyer. He's going to do crazy shit with the ladders. Yeah. It makes sense for him to win. But then when I saw him facing Owens, I'm like, oh fuck, that means Owens is going to miss it. I'm like, <laughs> Which, yeah, come on, like, like, like Sami Zayn's already in it, so like, you got to have Kevin Owens in it too. Like they're they're absolutely like crazy, absolutely. You know, and like, so that would suck not to we got a the great Raw main event between AJ Styles. And great. Kevin Owens, and I mean, it tore the house down. It was a great fucking match on for a free TV. I'll I'll take a ring of two Ring of Honor alumni again. I mean, I love yeah. I love these like Ring of Honor like like reunion shows on Raw. It's great. Pretty much, yeah. WWE is becoming like our Ring of Honor light. Yeah, it's you know, great. Pretty much, Doctor uh, Diet uh, Ring of Honor at this point. Yeah. So know? I mean, that was great. And of all people, Kevin Owens gets the win. And yeah, Pat is very starting surprised. To, yeah, he beat him clean too. Nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. It was very good. Yeah, beat beat a made, a quote unquote made eventer. Yeah, made eventer the last two pay per views. Yeah, exactly. Um, my favorite part of this match though was randomly Kevin Owens doesn't move to AJ Styles and then goes from one part of the ring to the other and screams at Cole and says, Shut up, Cole! I can hear you from here! <laughs> and I was I, dying I died laughing. too. I love... I loving that i love i love kevin owens's irrational hatred of michael cole it is fucking fantastic <laughs> michael cole never did anything to do him this is like the best part i love it so much like, oh my god he that loves messing with the commentators so funny oh my god yeah like cm punk used to do that back in the day and but kevin owens is like turning up a notch where like he's doing and like he's the headlock master everybody right like he loves uh, telling everybody how great he is at headlocks, which I think is also so funny. Also, okay. Um, 
So, I mean... Back in the headlock! So, I mean, it, it's a great setup to Money in the Bank. We have three now. Three awesome stars yeah. in the match. Oh, wow. Sami Zayn, this could be crazy. Cesaro, and Kevin Owens in this match. <laughs> they will, but... Um, I would like to introduce them. everybody to our yeah. guest spot this week. Woo! Um, she is my wife, and her name is Jennifer Dixon. Hello, Jennifer Jen, Dixon. Jen, come over closer. We're not going to catch you on over here. Hello, Sit in the middle. Hi, everybody. Oh, in the middle. Yeah, you get the middle spot. Yeah, definitely. Hold on. And we got our, the baby monitor. There's our, there's our spawn. Here we go. Yeah, we have our baby monitor on. Watch so me. if Jen has to disappear at any point, you'll know why. And you hear. <laughs> you know why. Um, That's not me crying. Over so, Becky. I mean, let's let's talk about something that Jen has had a lot of a lot of things <laughs> to talk about when we watch Monday Night Raw. We have <laughs> we have the women's championship match at ah, Extreme Rules. Yeah. In a submission match, Charlotte defends the championship against Natalia with the stipulation if Ric Flair interferes in this match or even makes an appearance that Charlotte will vacate will lose the championship and Natalia will automatically win. Right. So, um, I, I, you know, I thought I've seen enough of Natalia on TV. I didn't think this match was as good as their previous match at Payback. Nah, it's basically, I think it was just basically, um... So stereotypical. Bring the chick on the show and ask her questions about the chicks. Well, this is the, this is the thing, <laughs> this is the thing you've always talked about. So, you know, you, tell, tell me your feelings about the Ric Flair involvement with Charlotte. I think everybody knows how, how I... No, we don't. There's a lot no, we of don't. No one knows you. Nobody, Nobody knows, knows you. Me? No one knows you. Oh. Yeah, speak hey, loud. Uh, hi. Except for maybe Josh Peck. Hey, Josh. Hey, Josh. Oh, well, I if have he's to, listening. wait. I have to give a shout out to my friend Jonathan, who is listening. Hi, Jonathan. Hey, John. Okay. How are you? What's up, John? I don't know he's who you like, are. He, oh, he's my right-hand man. Oh. We love Jonathan. What? Okay. He, he keeps uh -oh. my class. He Who's does, your left-hand man? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> he keeps my class for money. He does. He's awesome. Um... <laughs> I don't know. Girl doesn't need her daddy to, to walk her down to the ring and hold her hand and say like, "Oh, look how awesome she is." No, you're definitely right. It's uh, it, it's it's a little bit. I mean, I, I'm just glad that they they got rid of the whole diva divas. Yeah, yeah, little uh, butterfly. The butterfly. Butterfly. Yeah, I, I pink like, and purple and I like the sparkles and unicorns. I think it looks good on check, but um, I I'd, I'd, like to, I'd like to see them bring up girls, you know, that are actually. You know, more decent than they are necessarily hot. I know that you. I know, I know that you disagree. No, I don't. Disagree, no, I just. I don't disagree. They well, they disagree because they, they dis love the hot. They and sex sells apparently. But yeah, I mean, look I'm, at the I'm divas, with you. If you look at the divas I, you know, division from like five years remember, ago when you have Maurice and you have Candice Michelle and oh fucking I, I don't uh, know who else. Eva Torres. Eve, or, Eva Torres. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, whatever her name was. Yeah, I don't remember. And her Eva name. Marie. Like they, you know, they still have that spot for her. She's They're, not even that. Uh, she's not that pretty. <laughs> Sorry. What do you think of Becky Lynch, by the way? What does she look like? Oh boy. Oh wait, um, she's that she's, she's, she's a redhead, right? She's yeah, Irish. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's 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 pretty. Okay, she's, she's got that. All right. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, for I Becky. know. I know. Freddie That's Fred's really, thing. Freddie really <laughs> likes Becky. He does. He does. He does. Fred's in the redheads. He is a redhead. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> um. So back to this match at Extreme Rules. Um. So. You know, the match is going on. Again, I, I thought it was kind of like a reprise of their last match. They didn't really do anything crazy. And, yeah, so then Rick Flair's line music line hits, wise. 
and Charlotte, uh, fucking Natalia, starts raising her hand like she won, but you look at the person entering the ring, uh. and it's very clearly not Ric Flair. It's Ric Flair's robe, it's Ric Flair's... But like, the hair like, looked, the, was like an uh, afro obvious version of wig, hair. An obvious wig, and it was so fake, and it yeah. obviously wasn't Ric Flair, who's an old fucking man <laughs> who can barely walk. It was somebody who was obviously like you know, like, in shape and can move. Like, Ric Flair, like, 30 years ago. Yeah, and of course, you know, she fucking... Uh, it's just so stupid. And who was it, Fred? Who was it? Yes? Fred? It was... Oh, fuck. You got me on this. Uh, Dana Brooke. Dana fucking Brooke. Yeah. Dana fucking Brooke. She's yeah. shit, and she's garbage. For anyone to... For a recap for Jen and for anyone that was listening two episodes ago, me and Craig had a big, um fight over um me and me and me and craig had a big fight over uh dana brooke being um, on the main roster. Rain, main roster yes i agreed she maybe should have been but uh we had differences and stuff like that but so you know, so now i really don't yeah now I so really i'm really regretting my decision quick recap so dana brooke gets called up to be emma's sidekick emma go through this again emma gets injured okay God damn it. emma gets injured so now they have nothing to do with Dana. Dana becomes a singles wrestler, beats Becky Lynch last ah! week, and now Dana Brooke is Charlotte's new side bitch. Oh, so yeah. we're going to get a whole lot of Dana Brooke coming up. Yeah, so it looks like I'm hoping that the Natalia and uh, and uh, Charlotte feud is over, but um, I think really, more importantly, was the follow-up on Raw, where mm-hmm. Charlotte actually gave the boot... To Ric Flair. What do you think of that, Jen? Kicked her out of her life. Um, I, I think that somebody may have been listening when you when you said two months ago that I thought that it was ridiculous that this girl needed her yeah. daddy walking her down to the ring, but... Exactly. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, I mean... They did I, a great job. We said this several I, times in the couple past episodes that Charlotte has never needed... Ric Flair to be at ringside. Never. I feel like Vince McMahon Vince, gets... Yeah, this, gets, is, this, this is Vince's... Uh, this is, yeah. This is Vince's oh, yeah. doing. This yeah. is Vince's vehicle oh, here. Vince. He goes like, nobody's gonna know who Charlotte is. Bring in her dad! Yeah, like, okay, guys, you know, just call her Charlotte Flair. Let's tell the commentator she's the daughter of Ric Flair. That's all we need to know. We're not stupid people. Thank yeah. you. He's, he's in the commentator's ear all day, so it's easy enough. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so... As you said, um, Charlotte gave her father the boot. Um, I th- me we'll and Fre- see how long that lasts, though. Come on, that's gonna that's gonna be another. Well, yeah, I did hear I did hear well, that Ric Flair is still under contract, yeah. and he's still under. He's got like a legends contract. Yeah, no, but I, mean, I, like, I I think he's, he's got a, an appearance contract, so maybe now no. he'll side with whoever Charlotte is facing now. Maybe go against maybe, his daughter now. Well, and maybe, maybe Dana Alon- Brooke will side with Ric Flair. Maybe yeah, well, but yeah, but Dana Brooke's just a natural heel. I don't see Dana mm-hmm. Brooke being a face in this thing. I, I I think that they're really trying to to find a way to push Charlotte up. Yeah, well, that's thank God right, because they, have to. they booked Charlotte like a bitch the last couple, like a little bitch this the yeah, last couple months. They really did and not do a good job. With they her. needed they needed to, to they needed to break her away from Rick. So this was the right move. Rick yeah. Rick did a very good job of like his his. You know, selling his emotions here. He's very and, good and at crying. Getting the getting the tears rolling up and going like, "Why are you doing this?" I thought it was, 
he he did that very well. The only my only issue with this whole segment on Raw was that it took way too much time. Fred, your thoughts? Uh, okay, it was a little long. I'll I'll admit that, and and it, there wasn't too much Dana Brooke in it. It was just a little bit in the beginning, so it wasn't too bad. But I thought this was a, a great great a segment with them. I really thought so. Um, she was like, like she was either really pissed at the crowd or she's like the best actress. Actress. Ever. I love that because she kept they were getting like, angry. What? What? And she's like, No, dude. Like she was really getting mad. Yeah. And she was bringing up like real family issues with um yeah. with them, and which brought tears to both Rick and Charlotte. And like, oh my god. Yeah, like, you could tell. I felt so much emotion. I'm sorry, but I felt a lot of emotion. I did too. No, I, I was like really like. I thought it was to the television for this. I thought it was well done. I just thought it was a little long. I guess raw. Yeah, they had a, she, they she probably had to fill some space. Yeah, they, yeah. They probably had to like push for some time, and you know the non wrestling segments they kind of tend to drag out. Yeah. So, course. but I do like it. I my only question is now, where does Charlotte go now? Well, okay. So you got you got Dana as her sidekick. He's going to be her new manager or whatever, her tag team. Yeah, she didn't look too happy for Dana Brooke being part of her. Thing, I don't though. think they're going to push that right off the bat. I feel like if they're going to do some kind of tease mm. where Dana Brooke turns face and is going to like go against her, uh, I feel like it'll be a while. Kind of like a Miz and Damian Sandow thing. Yeah, true. Like, true. Just, like drag it out for a while to get the crowd behind, you know, her lackey and hope that she, you know, eventually turns on him. I don't think that they're not going to do it right off the bat. That's stupid. Yeah, well, I think the, I don't know what Sasha Banks's status is if she's, she's injured. Injured. Or... How long? I don't know. She just got injured. Just got injured? Just got injured. A couple weeks ago. All right. Then forget it then. I was going to say that this was going to build up to them her, them two facing each other at SummerSlam. Yeah, I don't know. Do we get a, do we, do we get another match with, against Natalia? God, I hope not. I hope that's the end of Natalia. We didn't see Natalia on Raw at all, I think. So I don't think so. As long as, as, long as she's on their Total Divas show, they'll keep her on television. That's the thing, too, is like they, yeah. They have that unfortunately whole, they have a this whole show. second storyline going on with. with Do you they? Know, I'm, not oh, a, well, I'm I mean, so not up to speed I mean, that's, with this. That's, so. that's how they keep, like, you know, the 20 and 30 relevant. something something women kind of interested in, in watching Raw is that, you know, there's this whole other storyline going on there quote reality show mm. you know yeah. so that, that yeah. of course rick is backing as well so there are things that go on on raw on tv that unless you're watching like total divas yeah so i mean you know, I, I, I don't think of that. i don't right. i don't watch yeah. that shit and you know there's there's right. a lot of wwe programming to watch in a week and watching total divas on top of watching supposed to be watching raw smackdown I and mean. nxt oh, SmackDown. i'm sorry yes you boys are gonna have to <laughs> I oh, know. Elephant in the room. What are you yeah. gonna do? Ah, uh, we'll, we'll get to Stay that. Stay in the later. corner, elephant. Stay in that corner. <laughs> Stay there. You sit there and you shut up. You face sit the wall. Face the wall. Shut down. the fuck up. Face we'll, the wall. We'll address you when you've been addressed. Zach the moon dead. Shut the fuck up, elephant. <laughs> Stupid dumbo looking motherfucker. <laughs> so. So I don't know. I mean, I know Paige is on on Total Divas too. So maybe yeah. maybe she's the next feud. I feel like Paige deserves at least a fucking a chance at this because she's so much better. Uh oh, Fred's got something. You can finish your thought. That's that's it, Fred. Okay, everybody, and welcome to the Gossip Corner. <laughs> this week's gossip is hot, 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 caliente like spicy chimichangas. <laughs> Former NXT Women's Champion and former Divas Champion, Paige is rumored to be a big fan of 
spicy salsa as she is smitten like a kitten. Oh, I saw with this. Mexico's heartthrob, Alberto Del Rio. What a <laughs> fucking weird couple. With Paige being from England and ADR being from Mexico, it looks like she's enjoying cups of tea with just a spot of tequila in it. <laughs> but just don't eat the worm. And this has been your WWE Gossip Corner. <laughs> Bye! Friends, Fred was pumping this up all week! Oh. And that's what he spits out! What a fucking waste of time! That, that wasn't Fred, that was... WWP is cancelled! <laughs> that was WWE Gossip Corner, that wasn't me! Oh, who was that uh, gentleman who looked exactly like Fred who walked in? That was Bob Sobinson. <laughs> She is not, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Sorry, nope, no that's happening. This is happening, Jen. No, Jen's no, looking it up. She, but he's hot, 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 caliente. <laughs> Wait, get, get out of here. Arriba! Oh. <laughs> How do we move on from that? Oh. <laughs> Just quit. Just quit. Oh, he's 39. Oh, she's not 39. No, she yeah, ain't. She ain't. Oh. She a little girl. girl. Um. Not that. So, I mean, okay, so let's go back to Extreme Rules. Let's go on. Thank to, you for that. Let's go on to the Asylum match <laughs> oh between gosh, Dean Ambrose and Chris Jericho. 23 years old and 39 years oh. old. Uh, anyway. She likes the stallions. Anywho, <laughs> let's go to Dean Ambrose and Chris Jericho in the Asylum match, oh. which we would which, not. Which, would we, be, which we would think would be something <laughs> worth talking about, except they're. You think? Ruining it. Yeah. Like well, else. the furniture match. Yeah, so me and Fred were not looking forward to this match at all <clears> because <throat> of the ridiculous booking that they've put Jericho and Ambrose through to get to this. <laughs> but this match was actually fucking great. It was actually, um, it was decent. I was actually surprised. Decent? I thought this was the best match on the card, but maybe after the Inter- Intercontinental Championship match. Well, this yeah, is, you had that. You, you had the order of the match. That, you know, you follow. You first, you're following that up, and then kind of. Well, go go with your thoughts first, and I'll go with mine. Um, I so I mean, I like. I it, mean, though, this is this part. was my issue with the build to this this feud is that the, these guys in the ring, their actions do it do the do all the speaking, right? And just just seeing these two in this cage match with all these you know hardcore crazy weapons. Was all the build they needed. They didn't need the stupid jacket. They didn't need the fucking plant. They didn't need the stupid lighting effect with the sound music of the psycho music fucking soundtrack. <laughs> like, they could have just let these two guys do what they do best, and that is wrestle. Dean Ambrose right, yeah. and Chris Jericho are fantastic wrestlers. So why should it surprise you that the match was good? It didn't. I mean, because, it's because, it, because the build kind of ruined it for me. Really, well, because, they had a, I mean, they, Vince has not booked Jericho well in storylines for years. You remember that Fandango? Oh uh, yeah! Come on, yeah. come on! Why do you go there? I went there. Why do you go there? Uh-huh. <laughs> and me and Fred were in attendance to watch Jericho lose to the Fandango, Fandango. <laughs> the top to, top rope leg drop. Oh my god! So um, uh, I mean, anyway, like, yeah, I thought I thought it was a damn good match. I've never seen Jericho do a spot with thumbtacks before. Um, well, and and yeah, that the, was cool. just to see that them break really that cool. out, they never you know that's very seldomly used. I feel like they do it once every five years, so it was really yeah. cool spot. I the match was I thought it was a great match, um, 
And I and it just proves that they didn't need the hokey booking to sell the fucking program. Just let them fucking go out there and do what they do best. Well, I just kept like thinking like the whole match, like, God damn it, grab the goddamn barbed wire two by four laying on the ground. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like for me, like I liked the match. Don't get me wrong, but I, and the thumbtacks were like really awesome and stuff like that. But um, but anyway, we're watching Apollo Crews and Jericho, and they're. They're, they did this weird spot where um, he went for a line salt, Apollo Cruz went for a kip up, and they just both collided into each other. Yeah, so, so it was um, Apollo Cruz is kind of weird. So um, obviously Ambrose won at ex- at, at Extreme Rules, and it was a damn good match, and he was the obvious winner in this one. Jericho yeah. didn't need to win this at all. But I thought like they used every yeah ob- he was obviously gonna win, but like they used every single weapon, Craig. Even the straight jacket, which Jericho used on Ambrose on SmackDown. Yeah. But they did not use the potted plant. No, they I didn't. I thought that the, what they should have done is that they should have put, that he should have put Jericho in the straight jacket, grabbed the plant pot, I and wonder. S- crashed him, like smashed him in the head with it for the pinfall. That because that's what they were focusing on. This goddamn Mitch. The plant. Yeah, the and, plant and, and the J- jacket. Jericho's jacket. So if you're so going to use those stupid. things... I mean, I thought it was cool with the other weapons, but, like, I don't know. You left the goddamn potted plant up there. Yeah, like, I mean... I guess he's going to use it and put it in his own house, maybe. Yeah, so... Like, uh, I don't know. I just thought it could have gone another way. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, they had to make it hokey. Uh, Remember, they had it was a hokey match with, with cool and funny weapons. Mm. Oh, they're going to use a, po- a mopping bucket. <laughs> Oh yeah! It's gonna... so funny. <laughs> um, so I mean, I thought it was uh, I thought it was a damn good match. Any other card, maybe for the year, except for Mania, it would have been probably match of the year, match of the card at least the show stealer. Yeah. But obviously, with the Intercontinental Title match being so good, you know, yeah. it's kind of hard to top that. But still, it was different because it was a hardcore match as opposed to a four way. Um, so we go back and to it went Raw. Twenty six minutes long, very long match. Which following an eighteen minute match, yeah, so, that had the crowd like on its feet. So it's like just drained everyone's energy, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, we go to Raw now. Both guys are in separate matches now. Uh huh. Um, yes. Um, Money in the Bank qualifiers. So as we spoke about before, Ziggler was uh, confronted. Baron Corbin told him. He was going to steal the show. Unfortunately, yeah. he would be facing Dean Ambrose, and we all know <laughs> Dolph Ziggler was not going to beat Dean Ambrose. <laughs> no, so no. <laughs> Dean Ambrose qualifies for Money in the Bank. Um, they're teasing, obviously, that you know um, that that Corbin and and Ziggler's thing is going to keep going. So it's obvious that Ziggler wasn't going to win this match. Yeah, I, I kind of felt like I've seen this match like a million times. We have, we have. So it's, like, it's a little. I kind of like up. fast forwarded it a little bit. Yeah, it, you know? it was it was okay. It was there was nothing great. So yeah. So we get an, again another fucking good wrestler in Money in the Bank. The Money in the Bank match is looking to be fucking a classic with the guys in this ring. Yeah. You get Dean Ambrose in this, and you know he's always <laughs> up for some crazy spot. Yeah. So not, not the most athletic, gifted person out of yeah. all the group of people, but. He will like do his own and like do really good spots and stuff right. like that. So I'm so, looking forward to that. Jericho would face <sighs> Craig's favorite wrestler, Mr. Smiles, Apollo Cruz. Apollo Cruz. Now we established this "fuck the smiling" campaign, mm-hmm. which we thought, which Apollo Cruz was, I thought, a closed case. Close, but apparently he's not. He's not. We reopened the case. So, I, okay, so we talked about. Um, Sheamus lost the opening qualifying match, and he snapped. So he snapped and decided to beat up Apollo Crews. 
Okay. And as Apollo Crews was I, being interviewed... I would do the same thing. Yeah, me too. Fuck, fuck Apollo Crews. <laughs> I'd see him and be like, fuck you. So he beats the shit out of Apollo Crews. So you think, okay, they're going to start a Seamus Apollo Crews storyline here, obviously. Yeah. Yes. Apollo Crews isn't going to go to Money in the Bank. Why would he be there? He yeah. wasn't even on Raw the last three weeks. Why would he beat Chris Jericho? And he's been feuding with the social outcast pretty much. So yeah. it's like, you know. It's stupid. So yeah. Jericho versus... Um, um, I'm sorry, Apollo Crews, and Apollo Crews comes out to his intro like he always does, smiling, not selling the beatdown he just got uh, minutes beforehand. It's so TNA. I feel like he did that on his own, like he didn't sell it, like he yeah. forgot. He forgot to. And I feel like so? he's yeah. gonna get punished like this before. And now he's gonna I get punished. For I this. hope he does because because it's... they do this, they do this, they punish guys for not selling when they should be selling. Vince McMahon is very. He's very. He's very. You know. He's very detail oriented. Detail oriented, especially about selling moves. Yes. The guy who won the Tough Enough. Um, uh, when Stone Cold Steve Austin hosted the show. Yes, I can't um, remember his name at the moment. I forget, forget his. I forget his name because he never debuted again after that. Yeah. The day after he won Tough Enough, he appeared on Raw, and Stone Cold gave him a stunner. Yeah. He rolled out of the ring after the stunner and just yeah. kind of walked away, holding his neck. I'm sorry. That move seconds. beat The Rock at WrestleMania <laughs> twice. That move beat everybody. That was the move of the 90s. The guy (laughs) didn't sell it. He's just like, oh, my neck. Oh, my neck hurts a little bit. You can't walk away from a stunner. That beat professional wrestlers. You're supposed to be a rookie and you're not selling it. Obviously, that guy never made it to the main roster. And I heard the main reason was because he didn't sell the fucking Stone Cold Stunner. So Uh, Apollo Crews not selling the beatdown that Sheamus just gave him. I think we might not see Apollo Crews for a while because he should so. be punished for not selling that. He came out, he didn't even he didn't even look like he got hurt. You if you missed that segment, you wouldn't have known anything happened. Right, yeah. No, exactly, yeah. And I think that um if Vince was watching, and I think he was, because he always watches every goddamn thing. Yelling in their ears. You know, uh, he's I haven't heard any reports of anyone being annoyed, but like I, I could tell. That's that's my judgment. I think that that's my sure, judgment from know? watching this shit for so long is that he's gonna get Just punished for that how, now. Like yes. how childish and crazy Vince can get. Yes, I. You know? I it, it's just Not childish, but you know what I mean. So. Yeah. I, I, he doesn't sell anything about it. He doesn't sell anything, and Jericho beats him. Right. So obviously, the fine, idea was here fine. to protect to protect Apollo Crews from a loss because they want to keep Apollo Crews people invested in him yeah. thinking he's going to win all the time. So the idea here was he would lose because he got beat up before the match, but he didn't fucking sell it, so he just <laughs> looks like he lost. Yeah, so exactly. fuck him. Fuck Apollo Crews. <laughs> stick him on fucking main event or stick him on fucking uh, on NXT. NXT again because it's not working out on the main roster. He can't cut a promo. He only knows how to fucking smile. And I'm sorry, a big, strong guy smiling all the time is not intimidating, especially if you're a baby face. Exactly. You know, and... um. And you can't even bring up the fact that he does cool moves because you could get anybody to do cool moves. Yes. I mean, there's so many great... Look at New Japan. Everybody yeah. is a cool... Everybody does a cool move there. Yeah. Like, no, they don't have personalities. Just bring them in. Hell, exactly, you know? Bring them in. There's plenty of talent outside of the WWE that could easily replace someone like Apollo Crews. So, learn your shit, Apollo Crews. Yeah. 
I mean, there's nothing other to say. He Je- does have the look that Vince wants, though. He does. Well, we, that's, that's what we talk about. Right. That's, right. yeah. that's what we talk about every week. He's got the look. The look yep. is the biggest thing with Vince McMahon. Yeah. As long as you're strong, and as long as you can, you can at least look like a like a big strong guy. You will get a push. Yep. And Apollo Cruz is a perfect example of that. He's a good wrestler. He's very athletic for his size and his you know his his build. But right. he is we'll not. He is not ready. He never. He, he didn't even earn his stripes in NXT. He was only there for half a year. So That's fucking should have just left him down there and let him work it all out down there. But whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm going on against Apollo Cruz again. Every time this guy's on my TV, he gets <laughs> me fucking going. So F-T-A-K-A. Jericho wins. Jericho qualifies for the Money in the Bank. Another solid wrestler in the Money in the Bank. Yeah, we you need go. You needed a veteran in this match. So Jericho is exactly. the obvious veteran. Who will do? You know, Jericho does crazy shit in ladder matches all the time. So yeah, and he'll put it in like he'll be able exactly. He'll be the veteran that'll be able to help the younger guys put the match together, right? And stuff like that. He's been in Money in the Bank um, matches before, so he knows what this is going to be like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm perfectly okay with this. So and plus. Uh, Dean Ambrose is in this match too. Which, right, you know, so, so they, they can, can play continue. On that they can line. play on that too. Like mm-hmm. they don't necessarily have to continue the storyline. Right, but it'll give them good blood, like good spots in the match where they're yeah. just killing each other because they hate each other. And you got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in yep. it, and they're gonna keep going after each other. So we have Owens, Zayn, Ambrose, Jericho, and Cesaro, and Cesaro in um, Money in the Bank. So this is Ooh. a wow. This, yeah, this is fucking good. God damn. Yeah. So I come at. The ECW arena, something like that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, so Watch good. The Ring of Honor. So no. Raw ends with they only announce five of the participants. Oh, okay. Um, but it's a seven man. They've announced that it's a seven man Money in the Bank this year. Okay, um, seven man. So I did read the results for SmackDown. They did have one more qualifier, who was and that? it was um, Alberto Del Rio versus Zack Ryder, Ew. and we all know who won that match. Alberto Del Rio. That would be correct. So Alberto Del Rio. And you know, Paige was happy with that. <laughs> so Alberto Del Rio is another solid addition, another veteran. Um, yeah, yeah, it would have been cool no to problems. see Ziggler in another ladder match because of his uh, performance at Mania. But again, we all yeah. know Ziggler's. Uh, we, I'm sorry, we all know him, Ziggler. Yeah, but I might as well call him Ziggler. He's the new, he's Zach Ziggler. Ziggies. <laughs> so you know, we know Zach Ryder standing on the card. He wasn't going to win. So another solid guy. We have one more match, one more participant to um, qualify. Um, they still haven't announced who the last. One is, I don't know if it's going to be a returning guy. Who do you think? Just, just predict. Spitballing. Spitballing it. Spitballing. I'm going to say. Who would you like? Who would you like to be in the match? Who would you like? Who would I like to be in the match? Yeah. Just or who it. do I think will be in the match? No. Who would you like to be in it? Well, fuck, fuck all this stuff right now. Who would I would like think? AJ Styles to be in it. Okay. Um, uh, Jen, what do you think? Who do you like? One last person. She's not even listening anymore. Yeah, we've lost, we've <laughs> I, lost I, Jen. I, I don't know. My own Friends. wife hates. <laughs> my own wife hates the podcast. <laughs> that guy right there. That's who I want in the match. You want big cast? I want big cast because no, you can't teach that. That's I want a happen. young guy to prove himself worthy. You know, I don't they, think it's gonna happen. So? But I, en- I mean, Enzo is hurt. What else do they have to do with him? Enzo, Which is awesome too because Enzo on Raw came back. Enzo's back. So yes. Oh, there he is. There's the little guy. Yeah, I love him, man. So. I'm surprised they cleared him so fast. Me too. He didn't wrestle. He did not wrestle. He just cut a promo. <laughs> he dropped the mic. He does it a lot, actually. If you notice that, he did that like this is like the so, first time he's done that. Thank God he's back. Um, you know, there's always a chance that they could give the spot to Big Cass. I just don't think it's happening. No, nah, I just that's why I said, who would you like to, um, for it to be? What I think they're all. gonna do is they're gonna have all the guys who were who lost 
have maybe like a battle royal for the last spot, like a mm. second chance. Okay. So like Ziggler, um, like I don't, um, AJ Styles. Um, who else? Who else lost? Miz. Um, like uh, Sheamus, Zack Ryder, and Sheamus. Yeah. Well, they all have like a top, maybe a top rope battle royal on maybe next week on Raw to determine the last that. spot, yeah. or maybe they give it to like a complete oh. random guy like Kane who will magically come back. Who knows? <laughs> Please no. <laughs> they love throwing Kane in fucking ladder matches because Kane and ladder matches they go hand in hand, right, Fred? Oh yeah, they're the best combo ever. They're like hamburgers and goddamn <laughs> jism. <Yeah. laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> Fred likes jizz on his hamburgers. You heard it here first on WW Piss. No, I thought you meant like that they were opposites of each other. Mm. Ah, fuck! Did I ruin that one? Sorry, Fred. Oh, hamburgers and hamburgers and ketchup. It's on the record. Ah, nope. oh, come on, man! This is what happens when I watch Raw at the same time as doing a podcast. <laughs> so, oh, goddamn it! So I love so stupid. I love Raw when they have such meaningful matches. Like I'm this. straight. I'm straight. <laughs> goddamn! I love you, Becky. <laughs> Um, so Raw, so we get the, we, so we have six of the seven participants. Raw was very good with announcing these guys, uh, 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 building up this Money in the Bank match. You've got great fucking guys in the ring. Probably my least favorite is Alberto Del Rio, and he's very good too. Like, (laughs) that's how good this match is going to be. So hopefully they use up that last spot good. Who's injured right now? Everybody's injured. (laughs) Uh, like who's like, close? You know mm, who's been like out? Who you, like you wouldn't Rollins expect was. to see? Rollins was out, but he's already right, he's in, back. The, he's in the world uh, title yeah. match. Randy Orton's not coming back till about August, which I'm not. Uh, oh, I don't. I don't really care. Um, well, you know how they like to swerve else, you. Right? You know how they like to swerve us with the injury lengths. They always announce it a little yeah. bit longer so that when they come back, it's a surprise. And John Cena is coming back this oh, weekend God. for Memorial Show, but we don't think he's, he's not going to be part be, of this. He's not going to yeah. be a part of this. We think he's going to have a. Um, he's going to go back. He's going to fight for the U.S. championship. Well, we'll again. just see because they they could always pull a rabbit out of their hat and it'd be somebody random. Maybe they call up somebody from NXT. You know, uh, yeah. But I, honestly, no. my my honest opinion is, I think they're gonna give everybody who didn't win their first match, they're gonna let like a him. Second chance. They're gonna whatever. give him a second yeah. chance, and whoever wins that match, I think it could be AJ. I don't know what AJ does at the pay per view now. Is he gonna fight the club in a handicap match? I don't know. Well, Finn, ba- the like I said, Finn Balor could come up during June. I mean, he's I don't f- know. Is it? But he, AJ Styles needs a match at this pay per view. They don't have a lot of time to build. Yeah, in Ju- this is June. I know, but so, when is he coming up? Uh, he was already. Well, they've yeah, already had one raw, and he wasn't here. So when is he going to come up? Uh, I don't know. They gotta. I mean, if they want to yeah, call him up, they gotta. AJ they gotta. Sty- they gotta build this up soon. So AJ Styles, I think, should be in it. Plus, he's, he was main event the two. You know, they're very high on him actually in the yeah. locker room. And uh, but I don't know, man. Like just like personally, like. I love AJ Styles, but he's he's got some inj- he's got some back injuries, and I just think he's gonna like. I hope he doesn't hurt himself if he ends up being in the Money in the Bank match. Yeah, but he would he would go all out and he would be awesome in it. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not disputing that whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know unless they throw somebody from like the New Day in it, but I don't I don't fucking know. Like, yeah. Do they need Do they need Kofi Kingston doing another fucking ladder match? Nah, not really. Nah. So I don't know. We'll we'll just we'll see how that plays out. This it's kind of up in the air. Yeah. Um, so obviously we go to the last match of Extreme Rules. A, uh, AJ challenges Roman Reigns for the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. In an Extreme Rules match. This was a good match too. Again, can't go the, wrong. These guys are good. Um, of course, the Usos and the Bullet Club got involved. Not too uh, much. Not too much in the very Just end. Enough. Um, you Thank know. God. 
and they played it up the next day, as we already said. The yeah. club, you know, kind of was upset that AJ blamed them for his loss. Yeah. So, um, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. I again, so AJ Styles. I mean, the biggest story of the entire match, unfortunately, was the return of Seth Rollins. Yes. At the end of the fucking match, who yes. pedigreed um, Roman Reigns. To, to send off the end of Extreme Rules. So you were so you were actually almost correct with your prediction. I was from last week. I said Rollins would come, maybe come, come back. back. I said he said might he, come back. You said he might uh, tax John Cena. Um, yeah, for I did. his return. So you were you actually you were very close to being right. So that was awesome, man. Yeah. So uh, but I'm so I'm happy that you were right. That yeah, Rollins would come back early. Seth Rollins carried WWE on his back for almost a year after he won the championship. And I'm so glad yeah. he's back because he's one of the best workers in the world right now. Yeah, definitely. It, it's so good to see him back. And the crowd went ape shit for his return, especially because they were hating it. on Roman Reigns like they always fucking do. They were like kind of waiting for it. Like you could see the crowd like kind of looking at the yep. locker room, yep. like at the at the at the entrance ramp. Like they were waiting for it, waiting for it. And, so and, uh, yeah, yeah, it was great. At the very end. Raw goes starts off with Rollins coming to the ring to this hero yeah. reception that he gets. Like like wow. Triple H coming back at the Garden when after his quad <laughs> injury, like wow. an yeah. insane reaction for a guy who was a major fucking heel when he went down. He major, and major he, heel. he starts playing it up, and he's like, he's getting the crowd like to clap at everything he says. Yeah, and he turns the switch, and he's back to being good old fucking heels. Oh man, oh, I love it. He did it old school too. Like, yeah, just talked about like all the letters and the tweets that everyone wrote, and he. Threw in the trash and burned it. Oh, it was great. Oh man, that was so old school, like heel type thing, and that was the best way you can get the uh, that boy. Hi uh, uh, guys. Uh, All right, we have lost again. And oh God, oh, why don't you break the goddamn podcast? Why don't you? Uh, um, thank you, Jen. Bye. So that was Jen Dixon, my wife, um, debuting on the WWP. WWP, our second guest ever after Factual Josh Peck. That's right. Wow, we don't have too many of those. So. Uh, good job. I, I like to get a nice, you know, and uh, Jen doesn't really watch wrestling that much, or she watches it in the background when you watch it. Yeah, so of course. She's I a like, fan by, yeah. she's a fan by proxy. Yeah, exactly. So I like, I kind of like to see, I like to hear people's opinions. Like, yeah. Um, outside of, of, of us being so cynical, you know? Yeah. So, um, awesome job. So, yeah, that's great. So, so, so we'd like to thank you, Jen, for joining on. Yeah. Give, give your shout out to Jonathan, who I'm sure is... I'm hopefully still listening to this. I hope we haven't driven everyone away. So we wake up, Jonathan. We ran through all the matches at Extreme Rules. Did anything else happen on Raw worth mentioning? Not involving any of the guys at Extreme Rules. I can't even say. Uh, I don't even remember. Let's see. Um, well, yeah. So let's finish talking about Rollins. So Roman Reigns comes out. Rollins obviously leaves the ring because he's playing heel now. Yeah. Um and. Boom, we get our match. Shane McMahon comes out, yep. announces that at Money in the Bank, Seth Rollins will challenge Roman Reigns for the championship he never lost, the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. I mean, fucking yeah. awesome. That's um, fucking... You know it's going to be a good match, just because it's Rollins. Yeah, anyway, and you so. know these guys have chemistry. They were both in NXT together. They in were the in the Shield. Shield together. So, you know, like I don't remember them having a lot of singles matches on Raw. 
against each other. I feel like it was no. always it was always um, Ambrose getting involved with one of them, but it was or like never tag team matches. Yeah, and tag stuff. team. Yeah. So it'll actually be di- refreshing to see this because I feel like it was a match we never really got in a big setting. Yeah. So I think it'll be good. Um, I'm excited for this. I'm very excited for Rollins' return. I I'm don't. Unfortunately, I don't think Rollins is going to win it back right away. I do think. No. I do think no. Roman might lose to him eventually mm-hmm. because they. It's just more natural to have the the heel chasing. I'm sorry, the face chasing the heel for the championship. Yeah. It's a more, more logical booking. It's easier to hate on a guy like Roman Reigns when he has the title. You're like, oh, right, we exactly. didn't choose you. But like, yeah. if you put it on fucking Rollins, people start hating on him. Yeah. They'd be like, all right, fucking, let's go Roman. You know, like so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I don't think he wins that money in the bank. I think maybe we get a couple months of this program. Maybe yeah, maybe a triple threat down the line where he doesn't get pinned. But yeah, I think I uh, this is great. I'm glad I'm glad Rollins is back. This is this I mean is gr- good for the company. This is great for the company because WrestleMania really didn't have a lot of big stars in it because you know yeah. um, really because there was a ton of injuries and stuff like that. Cena, Rollins, um, I'm freaking Randy Orton, stuff right. like that. Just to name three of them right off the top of my head. So like you know, uh, WrestleMania was lacking in in a big way because yeah. Seth Rollins always had that great main of uh, great match you know yep so um you know uh i read also the other day that you know because of what the wyatt's injury that there's no plans as of right now for brock lesnar at SummerSlam. so i don't really know where some rob brock's really gonna fit in and well Well, you know with brock maybe he'll have a match against i don't know maybe roman reigns i I have no clue i really am just like throwing it out there right now yeah that's it's a possibility i mean uh, i mean but again do they want to book them into this scenario again and with putting Roman Reigns against insanely popular heels. That's the thing, you know. Like, they yeah. just put him against AJ Styles, who's over as fuck. Now they're putting him against a returning Rollins, who people are ecstatic so, to see, regardless if he's a heel or not. Don't tell me they're not going to cheer for him. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. And you want to put him against Brock Lesnar? I mean, that's not how you build up the face of the company, is putting not- him over like popular guys like it's just not gonna happen it just like frustrates me so much because it's like the thing that all the need all this guy needs to really do to just be like like get like half of that booze out of the way it's just like changes music changes gear that's not like yeah that it's not that hard it's that hard because like i feel like he, he's just like trying to relive of uh, whatever magic there was left in the shield and Dean Ambrose and Rollins are like the two guys that have moved on way, way past the shield stuff yeah. you know and stuff and I feel like Reigns is just like still sitting in the corner like you guys will come back yet? yeah like even like, as even, like, no, even like a month ago he was still coming out from the crowd like he was coming out of the crowd he still wears the riot shield shit like, yeah. he, like he still has the same fucking theme song from the shield like he's just like it, it's like DX like after DX broke up and X-Pac was still coming out to the uh, eh, X-Pac and wearing yeah. green and black all the time doing suck it all the time like give the guy something else like maybe he could fucking get over on his own like exactly like and and Roman Reigns is a fucking he's a very fit human being I'm sure people would I'm sure the ladies would like to see him without his shirt on uh, yeah and I'm, I'm sure, sure he would, would be more intimidating if you see his fucking physique because I remember in NXT he didn't fucking wear shit like that yeah. he was just a wrestler and he looked like he looked like a fucking star like yeah drop the fucking shield gimmick like it might change it give him a different theme song give him like a real band song or something exactly. i don't know yeah and uh you know i read a sort you know i heard kevin nash say this a couple of years ago is just like if you want to be a big star if you want to be over and you want to be a great champion 
the girls want, uh, the guys want, love you because you're cool, and the girls love you and they want to fuck you. Yep. And if you got those two things right there, then you're goddamn over. That's right. And, you know, that's, he's got one of those, the girls love him. You know, even my 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 ex, you know, was like she 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 didn't know anything about wrestling and stuff like. That. She's like, oh, he's pretty and like and stuff like that. Yeah, and I'm sure there's other girls that say that too and stuff. She's not the only one. Well, I and mean, she didn't know dick about wrestling. There's something so. to be said though for 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 wrestlers that like women want to see, like like I I mean like as as much as we might hate it like there there is a demographic for that where there's women like bring the guys to the shows yeah the, if the women we, are into it yeah the guys are john into cena it, john bah, bah, bah. you know the john cena they love the john cenas they love the right. Roman reigns they love the guys we hate but you know that kind of brings a dynamic to the crowd you always hear the conflicting cheers like let's go cena let's go yeah. let's go you know whatever and so, you know, it's, like, there's something to be said. So they, they should fucking at least work with that. You know, like, fucking Rock, he, he's like the Rock, he's related to the Rock. The Rock, like, always took his fucking shirt off. Girls yeah. love that shit. Like, Even just, Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Yeah, girls would scream. Ah, yeah. Fucking, like, <laughs> I mean, so, thank God we don't have anything else to cover on Raw this week. No Golden no. Truth. Just solid, right. oh, a yeah, solid right. fucking Raw. A solid goddamn raw. Yeah. The follow up, no I mean, is pr- probably the best raw of the year so far. I, I even more so than the raw after Mania. I mean, really? it, was, it was cool to get all those guys debuting, but you know they didn't wrestle. This was a great wrestling show. Yeah. All oh, the yeah. matches had like great fucking chemistry. Pure wrestling. Yes. Yeah, and they all had implications in the main in you know the next pay per view. It, was, it yeah. was like a, every match felt important. Even the Enzo versus Bubba Ray Dudley. Uh, I'm sorry, the uh, Big Cass versus Bubba Ray Dudley match. Yeah, it felt good because Enzo was back. So I thought it was one of the better Raws they could have possibly had. And of course, there's going to be a letdown because next week there's not going to be anything. <laughs> Maybe one last qualifier. Qualifying match. Well, actually, next. Well, the next Raw is the return of John Cena. Right, John Cena. So that's going to be a big Raw, right? Yeah, we there, should definitely talk you know, about that. For, um, I mean, whether we like him or not, it's going to be a big Raw that his return is. We, we, we talked about it briefly before, but I think the as you said, the obvious thing is it's Memorial Day. Yeah. Very American pride. You know. You know. Respect our veterans. Who better to take back the United States Shit. champion than the Marine himself? So, I think it's it's already written. It, it the storyline's yeah. there. That's pretty obvious at this point. Yeah, well, I mean, definitely. I mean, plus the American versus the Bulgarian. I mean, come on, it's it is what it is. I, know, I just know? I like, feel like this is a rehash of like two years ago. Do we need to see this again? Yeah, I mean, we could be completely wrong, and maybe this won't happen. But it seems like it writes itself, you know. Uh, unfortunately, you know, but um. Anyway, I don't know. I mean, it was a great Raw. I mean, we really had not, not much to complain about. Yeah. Um, a lot definitely. of things have happened outside of uh, wrestle uh, of the, the, the WWE. Yeah, and we, you know, we we talk, we try to talk this about everything also, that we can. So let's yeah, let's go first. Um, Adam Ro- Adam Rose had uh, he had a bad month. Um, yeah. So bad personal month. Yeah. So um, I mean, I I don't know the details of what actually happened that got him to this point, but do you wanna yeah you wanna share it? Uh, yeah. So basically, if I remember this correctly, um, he violated the wellness policy, so he was suspended. Right. Then he got arrested a couple weeks after that for tampering with a witness, which I don't know what witness or what case he was trying to tamper with because 
Nihilus has got another case looming that they no one ever talked about. Right. I don't and know. um domestic battery violence against his girlfriend or so, wife. So yeah. I'm I'm you know He was in he was suspended indefinitely for a couple weeks and yeah. and I kinda like said, Yeah, he's probably done and then this week it became you official he was released. What? Um, you know what, dude? Uh, whatever, I, whatever you may have liked, Roman Reigns. I mean, uh, Roman Reigns. Oh fuck, Adam Rose. You know what? Fuck you, dude. Don't you don't fucking hit a girl. I'm sorry. You don't. You know you can easily kick the shit out of her. You're a big dude. If you're in you know a public, I mean? like that, don't a publicly traded girls. company, you cannot act in that way. You're as a human, as a man, you should not hit a girl. I mean, obviously, you know. I mean. I just don't condone that stuff. Well, if you know? if, if a girl Dude. comes up to you and punches you in the face for no reason, I feel like you should be allowed, at least allowed to hit her back. But that's my that's my opinion. Right, I wasn't there for the scene. I wasn't. Yeah, we don't know exactly wall, what so happened. I don't know, but, but he he had a he, he said domestic battery violence. Yeah, yeah obviously. So battery is yeah, usually you, pretty harsh. Yeah, that's you know? bad. That's bad. You don't do that. He's a big dude. I yeah, mean, like he's a wrestler. You know. Like, yeah, I, I mean. Know. So I mean, let's Whatever. just talk about Adam Rose for a little bit. I mean, he. He came up with the Rosebuds gimmick, um, yeah. which was, you know, it was, it was okay. It didn't really catch on. The crowd was, it was interesting. The crowd, like, kind of liked it because he had that cool music and, and you know, like, he had, like, his little posse would dance with him. And I thought it was it was funny for a period of time. But yeah. I, I don't know why, yeah. but they, they they shoved that bunny thing down our throats it for got a while. It quick. It, like, the, and the bunny feud, the, he had his first yeah, feud weird. with, with weird. one of the members of his posse. And it was... Yeah, really? And like, the bunny kept winning, and he was, like, showing him up, and then, like, I don't so know. weird, dude. And then they tried this thing where he was, like, this, like, this intellectual, almost like a Damien Sandow <laughs> thing, where he would just, like, talk a lot and not dance, and I don't know, that didn't really work. Then they threw yeah. him in the social outcast, and I was like, alright, at least now he's got something, something to do. you know. Um, yeah. But obviously, this was the end of that. Um, yeah. So yeah, he, I mean, I never thought he was a talented worker. I never, nah, I, nah. I, I, I didn't even think he really had the look. Um, I, I thought the fucking, the British accent was way forced. He was trying to do the, uh... He was like, uh... uh what's that like guy? A, what's that guy's name? The actor. Uh, oh, Russell Brand. Yeah. Russell Brand. Yeah, like, it, he, I feel like he was trying to shove that down his throat. Like, yeah, yeah, like, that's it, what they were it, trying it, to go with. Anyway, yeah, like, I just felt like he was miscast in that role. I felt like somebody, yeah. this gimmick could have worked with somebody else. I feel like this guy... He looked a little bit like Russell Brand. Yeah, he did, I guess. Anybody who puts eye makeup around their fucking eye <laughs> could look like him. Maybe the Undertaker. And talk all it. funny like this. And yeah. Like, oh, quirky oh look, Russell Brand. Oh, no, it's Fred. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, there's not much else to say about... Adam Rose, he didn't really have a great impact in the company, but yeah, no. we lose another wrestler. No. This talent purge that we've had, um, and you know, as no. we, we said, there's there's been rumors that there's supposed to be another talent, uh, another so brand heard, yes. brand of uh, talent um, departures. Yeah, but before we even get to that, we lose Someone a fucking left by the by themselves. Somebody left on their own accord, and this is a WWE veteran. He's been in the company for a very long time. Yep. We lost Cody Rhodes. Cody, goddamn Rhodes, man. Now I remember this guy like you know I've said this on the on the on our um, Facebook page. I remember him inducting you know inducting his father, Dust, you know obviously the late Dusty Rhodes into the Hall of Fame before he got signed into the WWE. And like I was like he he really gave this passionate speech and I was so like intrigued by him and stuff. And I'm like this guy like needs to be a wrestler or signed and blah blah blah. And he was he then he ended up getting signed and stuff like that. So I mean he went through a slew of gimmicks. Yes, but uh, he did all everything good and he made them all work despite how stupid some of them were. Yep, completely. Um, uh, I mean first he was part of the um 
what was that legacy the, the legacy with legacy randy orton with, and ted, ted dibiase jr yep another guy he left on his own yep uh then he was uh let's see then he went was primarily on smackdown yeah with this um when they beauty, have... this beauty narcissistic gimmick yeah, where yeah. He da- he dashing be... dashing cody rose exactly dashing cody rose and he pulled that off he had his mustache he would kind of comb it he'd He's be looking in the funny. meter a lot um and he would just say dashing i mm-hmm. love that i thought that gimmick was, was great. very good and then he broke his nose and made it into <laughs> a disfigured phantom of the opera <laughs> like character because he was so ashamed of how he looked and he, that was probably yeah. my favorite cody rhodes was, me too me that too. was my favorite version of cody rhodes and i, I thought that was so well played like yep. what a way to play up uh, like a, a guy who's a narcissistic like loves himself reflection of perfection type of thing yeah it was very where he good. breaks his nose and now he's ashamed of himself don't look at me he'd wear a I, nose guard like a nose guard face yeah. guard or whatever it was fucking great amazing how he made me care about yeah like i i always hate the narcissistic like gimmicks i always find them boring like i'm sorry tyler breeze because but they just, it's they, they do it a million times they did it with fucking like mark jindrak like it just doesn't fucking work like jindrak tyler breeze Tyler Breeze, they've done it even back in the 90s with Lex Luger, like yeah. the narcissist, yes, Lex yes. Luger, like, my God, how many times are you going to do this, you know? Like, yes, we, we get that wrestlers are very fit and they they like their torsos. Can you at least come up with <laughs> that? And, and can you come up with a better gimmick than that? So but he made it work. But Cody made it work because he was just, he, 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 was, he wasn't a great, he wasn't great on the mic, but I think he was, he was passionate, so it would make it, like, it would make him... It portrayed him as a better work talker than you know, like most would. I think if you're passionate and uh, you know, he's got the bloodlines. He like grew. That. He grew up in this stuff. Your father is the great late Cody. Uh, that's Cody. Son Dust, of a Dusty Rhodes, and your brother is Dustin Rhodes. Like you come from a line of wrestle, like good to great wrestlers. Like yeah, like you can't go wrong with that. You know, yeah. Like, God damn. And Cody kind of flowed around mid card for a while. Um, he kind of had yeah. some like he had some like hints at being like, oh, maybe he can take that next step. I remember him getting like, I, I don't know why, but this always re- reminds me of, like he had like a huge pop at a WrestleMania, and I think it was like a ladder match, and he got like one of the bigger pops of the match. And I was mm. like, I was like, man, like is Cody Rhodes gonna make it in this company? I remember Cody Rhodes' first fucking like storyline, <laughs> winning the tag team championships with Sweet. Hardcore Holly. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. And for whatever reason, that. and, like, judge me as much as you will, I always liked Hardcore Holly for some reason, just because he was, like... He had his place. He was a stiff fucking worker, like, and he was yeah. an asshole. But I loved the tag team of Cody Rhodes and, and Hardcore Holly. Like, that was, like... I was, like, I... Yeah. That sold me on, on Cody Rhodes and... Like showing him tough love type of thing, you know? Yeah, and yeah. so they stick him in a tag team with um, Goldust late yes. in, his, in his career. Uh-huh. And it works for a while, and it's pretty good. You know, the pretty brothers... Cool. I was very happy about that. brothers and stuff um i remember they quit raw at one point and they had this great storyline where like they they like they they wouldn't work in these conditions or something and like oh really and then they okay. came back and then like everybody's really into them yeah uh, okay uh, that might have been a point where i wasn't watching wrestling it's, it's very <laughs> possible um, yeah <laughs> so i mean and then we get to this like you know like they, they they're losing a lot of matches so he has to embrace his weird side, like yes, gold dust. Like gold dust. So he becomes stardust. So at first we have stardust and gold dust, which was yeah, it was it was working at least yeah. at the time. I was liking it. The tag team no division problem. was shit back then. 
That was we had thing. nobody yeah. back then. We had just the Usos. I mean, who yeah. else did we even have? I don't even know. Uh, cool. I couldn't tell you, dude. That was you know one man, uh, three man band, maybe. I don't know. I I mean. I don't even think they were even... A, well, maybe. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't... They were, but that's not saying much, you know? Yeah, they were jobber tag team anyway, so... You, you got our point, people. Yeah, I mean, it's just like... And so then they broke them up. They did this long feud with Goldust for Stardust. Stardust was the heel. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and then Stardust kind of just kind of fades into obscurity now. And he's just like... Yeah. He's like a curtain jerker. He's feuding with the guy from fucking... The actor from uh, oh, from, from Arrow. Arrow, yeah. Arrow. Um, oh god, I forgot his name now. Doesn't even fucking me. matter. Who gives a shit? He's the new Casey Jones now in yeah, the like, Turtles movie. Like what? I forgot his name. God damn. So okay, but I kind of like that. I, I liked it. I liked it a little bit. I don't yeah, know it, was, it was okay for celebrities. C- celebrity involvement. Yeah, he was one of the better ones. Yeah, he, he like and but you know like again, it's like the the gimmick was stupid. He it was just, I know it was literally he was just Goldust. He was just Goldust. There's yeah. nothing different about him other than he was Goldust. No, I, I agree. I agree with you. Um. Yeah. So I and I don't know if you have anything else to say about Cody. It's a damn shame. But I mean, the reasons he quit is what's really upsetting to me. Yeah. Well, basically, he he sent us this long statement. He said he wasn't going to be doing any interviews or podcast interviews. So unfortunately, we can't get him on a WWP, the best shit goddamn podcast there is in the business. Ooh. Anyway, and if you, uh, will. <laughs> if you will, son of a bitch. Um, well, listen, he he was basically he was saying that he you know he was at a point where you know he was going getting frustrated over the Stardust gimmick. Uh, he wanted to go back to Cody Rhodes. Um, not only that, but he was dealing with the death of his father, right? Which is appro- approaching one year already, actually. Wow. Um, which time is going fast. Wow. Yeah. My God. So you know, you, you mix that with the frustration involved. He wanted to, you know, he was coming up with ideas. He was actually coming up with his own ideas and scripts and storylines to the yeah. writers. They would basically blow him off and stuff like that, which was His really, main point was, was he really didn't fucking... want to be Stardust anymore, and he was going right, to go right. back to being Why Cody. Can... Exactly. And the storyline was written for them, because the cha- he would always react when the fans would chant Cody. Like, he would be like, shut up, don't call me that. Right. Like, like so when... it was already written. It, like, why wouldn't they go with that? He right. wasn't doing anything as Stardust. So when, you be, when he would have been came Cody Rose again, the crowd would have ate that shit up. Of course. And I, we would have too, you know, and stuff like that. And he all, he, he also said in the statement that um, he, his dream was always, he always strived to be world champion. And uh, he was just never, you know, obviously with being in star, the Stardust gimmick, he was never going to be in that position. Right. And because they wouldn't let him be Cody Rhodes, that was never going to happen. Now, whether or not you you think he deserves to be world champion is up in the air, but um, I don't know. I think he was there long enough, and if, if there was, ever was a shot, yeah, that was gone a long time ago. So, uh, yeah. So I think Cody Rhodes he thought about this and pondered, and I'm sure he talked to his brother about this, right? Who's been in the wrestling, uh, you know. For many years and stuff like that. I mean, so, I mean, he, he yeah. could also look at Goldust as an example too, because Goldust yeah. has left the company multiple times. I mean, that's true. Also, he's left. You know, mul- he's not just left once; he's left more than once WCW, and come back TNA. and retirement, and he's come yeah. back. So, yeah, you know, there's the door's always open, but you know, he kind of shot himself in the foot here with this Tumblr statement, which you know. You know, yeah. I, I, I applaud him for putting it out there because he deserve. You know, the people deserve to know why he quit. Um, yeah. But, you know, he might have hurt his chances and might have to wait a little bit longer to come back than most. But it doesn't sound like he's in any rush to come back. And it's a shame. 
But, um, you know, honestly, with these rumored, yeah. these rumored releases coming up in the, in the future, he might have also seen the writing on the wall. True, they're and, trying to get rid of and, the old guard. Yeah, and he might have been one of the old, you know, one of the old ones. He's been in the company since like 2008. It's, you know, it's, yeah. it's hard to believe, but he's been he's been here for a very long time. He's been on here almost 10 years now. If they were going to, if they released King Barrett and Damian Sandow, then yeah. Cody Rhodes is right in that group right there too. Yeah. So, you know, I understand that point too, you know. So I think Cody Rhodes went the way went out the way he wanted to yeah. and stuff. So I hope to see him again. Um, I hope he doesn't um, and the thing go is, to TNA, honestly. And I, the I, thing is, since, since they, you know, since the shows became unified again, like in 2011, where they have, you know, there's only one roster, they, you mm-hmm. know, it's hard for guys who have like this, who these guys who aren't main event caliber guys to get a spot on the card. Like, you know, you kind of get relegated to SmackDown, which is the t- second tier show. And you can't, and you can't really get any exposure on the main show. Unfortunately for him, we have news regarding that, though. Well, things have maybe will change now because I mean, we have this news. came out of left field, and we were talking about this a few weeks ago. Yep, saying were. SmackDown should just be live. Stop with the canned, you know, the you know the canned crowd yeah. react, the hair dryer. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah, and make it live, make it meaningful again. And yeah. Yeah. WWE, like, like I felt like the next day announced <laughs> that SmackDown is moving the Tuesday nights when they normally tape it, and now it's going to be a live show. <laughs> I knew Vinnie Mac was listening to us. I mean, I, I as soon as I heard this, I was like, "Holy shit, man!" Like, yeah, we just talked they, about this. We just talked about we this. We just talked about and this. This is big news. This is big news. Now I know we we're going on for a while here, but we have a lot to cover, and this is huge fucking news. Yeah. Because they also announced that they're going to be splitting the brands again. We're going to have separate rosters yes, for Monday Night Raw wrestlers. and SmackDown, just like we did from 2002 to about 2011. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, I have mixed feelings on this. Um, Me too. They announced that they'll have a WWE draft. They haven't. I don't think they've announced the date of the draft yet. It's probably going to be the day before the uh, first live SmackDown. I'm assuming. I heard some time in July. Yeah, so, late uh, mid July. So and yeah, and July is when SmackDown goes live. So yeah. I'm I'm assuming the Raw before SmackDown will be when they do the draft. Maybe split it over two shows. I don't know. That's what I'm assuming. Um, but I mean, I. I have mixed feelings about this because I liked the brand split and I hated the brand split, the original one, 2002 yeah, to 2011. Too. So, I mean, my biggest issues were, especially towards the end, me, being that if you're on a roster, it didn't matter because people were just yeah. switching things towards the end. You know, yeah, championships like, were going yeah. from like ECW to SmackDown to Raw. I yeah, remember exactly. like... like Matt Hardy was the United States champion, got drafted to ECW. He <laughs> defended the title on SmackDown, yeah. lost the title on SmackDown to somebody, and somebody on SmackDown lost the title on Raw, and it was just lots oh, really? of jumbling. <laughs> so, like, I, if they're gonna commit to this brand split, I want them. I want them to have hard rules with this. Like, I don't want to see Raw guys on SmackDown ever. Well, that's what I heard. I mean, this is what this is what I've heard through the grapevines. I mean, I don't know. If this yeah, is details have right. been a little sketchy. Things have leaked through a little bit. The planning, so right. We're gonna go so, through what we at least have. So obviously, Shane McMahon's gonna be on one show, and Stephanie's gonna be on the other. Yeah. With actually, John Cena is gonna be exclusive to one show. Yep. So we don't know which one. Well, I'm I mean, gonna go on a limb, and I'm gonna say SmackDown. 
because he has said on yeah. record that he wants a lesser role in the company. That's true. And uh, honestly, he's he's kind of dated on Raw. On SmackDown, he could be the star of the brand. You know what I mean? Right. And not get interfere in the Roman Reigns era. Roman Reigns, Reigns I think. Roman, Re- Roman Reigns is the new is the new, new face of the company. Right. They're, or they're, so they're building. So I, I'm just going on a limb and saying Cena goes to SmackDown. Guys like Ziggler, who would be a main eventer that would be good. on a big show, but yeah. he's not big enough for Raw. He could be on SmackDown, be a he, main eventer there. He Good, he can have good main event matches. I mean, yeah. there's no disputing that. Yeah, you know? definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, guys like that, guys who are, like, main event caliber, but maybe they're a little washed out for the Raw crowd, I think they'll yeah. end up going to SmackDown. So Cena's Get one. Refreshed Ziggler's like one. I don't, I, you know, I can't say anybody off the top of my head right now. Yeah, um, maybe but, like a Corbin or something like that. You know? Yeah, Corbin, know. Corbin can maybe establish himself there. You know, so. hopefully not, like, not hopefully not Kevin Owens. I, yeah, I think I think the guys on Raw maybe AJ. are maybe AJ. AJ too. AJ is definitely AJ a, would a possibility. Be a, would be a good good addition to that. You know, um, I see Raw being like Seth Rollins, um, Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. I don't see them splitting that up yet. Not yet. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, I hope not. Um, so um, I mean, but uh, the only news I've heard, and I don't know if this is verified. You know, they're still they're still working out the details for this themselves, so yeah. things might change. But what I've heard is that, and I totally don't agree with this, is that they're going to have an exclusive champion for each show. And oh, I've, I've heard different. I really don't like that. Uh, so I've heard different. What's so that? Maybe we don't. Maybe there's just all these rumors flying around. Right. So I heard, I, I, I heard that the women, I heard that the world champion and the women's champion would be able to work b- both shows. While the Intercontinental and the U.S. titles would be exclusive to both, uh, I heard show that at first too. Other. But the second round of rumors I heard said that they might that the WWE World Heavyweight Championship will be on Raw, and SmackDown might have its own title. Oh, okay. I don't know. So I, I really don't like that. I like that we had one title that means something. I really didn't like yeah. the World Heavyweight title in I didn't WWE. Either. It like especially yeah. with the guys who won it. Like like Do- like Jack Swagger was a champion. You know, Dolph Ziggler won it when he was like not over enough to deserve well, it. It was good when like you had like you know the, like Rey Mysterio you know, the one had the beginning it. and like when they had like Brock Lesnar. Yeah, the very beginning, like the Undertaker. I like the know, beginning like of that, the original you know? brand split. The yeah, very beginning yeah. was very good. Yeah, and then they just kind of got a little lax with the uh, with the with the with the rules and like it just kind of got know. it was just kind of like Craziness. do whatever the fuck you want. And then they just started calling everything like a Raw Super Show where both rosters were there, but then SmackDown only had SmackDown guys and EC. ECW had SmackDown and ECW guys. It was so weird. So at least we don't have. I, I hope NXT yeah. isn't going to be treated like uh, like yeah. ECW was. That like too, keep you know? that separate. It's good. It has their. I think it will be. Yeah, keep yeah. that separate. Don't have that involved in this at all. Um, but I mean, it, it depends on how they do this. This could go. This mm. could go very. This could do. This could be good, and this could be very bad. Yeah. You could, this is a you know an opportunity to give guys like like a Goldust or I'm sorry, not a Gold, like Cody Rhodes, to who could have been who a good opportunity. Right, he could have established himself as SmackDown as like a top guy, maybe. Yeah. But you know, obviously they didn't. They didn't. They didn't see him in that they, light. They didn't see him in know? that in that way. So we'll see how it goes. Um, how would you ideally? How would you like to see how this brand split goes? Ah, God, I'm so like mixed because like I, I, I do I kind of like I had like the the rumor of the world champion, the women and the women's champion being on both shows, but there's also a different side to that. Now, when you had both ti- you had both world titles, you had the one on the Raw and one on SmackDown. Yeah, and then when you had the Royal Rumble winner, 
they I liked the fact that they could choose. You got the you got the like choose you had that excitement exactly yeah. the excitement of who 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 would they pick? Would they pick right. the Raw champion or the SmackDown champion? Like when Chris Ben Chris Benoit won that in Royal right. Rumble two thousand four. Yeah, we're all like you know, oh my God, is he actually gonna? Because he was exclusive to SmackDown at that point. Yeah. So we were like, oh my God, is he actually going to fight Triple H? Right. For the WWE Championship right. at yeah. WrestleMania twenty. So there is. Oh my God! There, like there are some is, things this is that great. Were, there's you know? some things about the brand split that were very good. Now, like, when they did the original brand split, that's exactly what they did. They had one championship yes. for the women and the men for the yeah. main the main championships, and the Raw, Raw the Intercontinental Champion just was on Raw. They didn't have the U.S. title back then. I like the secondary titles being on both, on shows. Yeah, in fact, when they... I like that, exclusive, yeah. exclusiveness. In fact, when they introduced the original brand split, the WWE and Women's Champion could go on both shows... Intercontinental was just on Raw. SmackDown had the Cruiserweight and the Tag Team Championships. Yeah. So I like that, except that they broke up tag teams, which I don't like. See, like I don't like the, I don't like that, that there's going to be two sets of tag team champions, though. Yeah. Well, I, I don't. I don't think they're going to do that. I, I, I hope not. I, I wouldn't. I, I didn't we, like that. We don't honestly. need two tag team championships again. No. It's no, stupid. We don't. We, and that's we what just I need. One. I don't. I, I again. I don't like two world champions either. So I'm hoping. That they go with the original formula, like they tried the first time, and it yeah. didn't last long because I think Bischoff announced Triple H as the World Heavyweight Champion. He was handing them the title. He's like, "We need a champion." Oh, here you go, Triple H. Yeah, and they and that was it. And that was like less than okay. less than a year, less than a year after the brand split. So yeah, so I you know I it, it's a lot to be worked out. I'm sure they're still trying to figure it out themselves. Um, yeah, per, yeah, I yeah. totally agree. No, no, we don't need two tag team titles. Definitely not. We don't need two women's championships because they did that no. too. That's when they introduced the Divas Championship. No, exactly. Uh, we, you know, we already have the two mid-tier car shows. Obviously, one goes to one show, one goes to the other. Yeah. Stick to one fucking championship. I don't want to see right. Jack Swagger type of champions anymore. I don't want to see Mark Henry type of champions anymore. Nah, I don't nah, want to see they're, Kane they're type of champions be. anymore. The champion should be the champion. I hate, I I hated that when like especially at the end where they like they were unifying fying them and they they had to carry both titles. It's like yeah, yeah come on. Yeah. Like you know, like the, the world title should mean the world to literally the world to every single wrestler. Yeah. Whether you're on Raw or SmackDown. And what are they going to call know? a secondary title like for SmackDown? Because they know. they used to call it the 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 SmackDown title was the WWE title. They didn't call it the World title. Right. They didn't call it the WWE World title. And then on on Raw it was just the World title. So you had the WWE and the World. But yeah. the championship now is called the WWE World Heavyweight <laughs> Championship. championship. So and what are you going to call it? them? They unified them like, like like 2 years ago already, yeah. you know? Like so we're going to break them up again like please don't do we that. gotta break them up please them don't together. do that. break them up put them together like like let's stick to oh man like what's wrong with just having one champion just one champion do it like the way you wanted to do it the first time yeah don't dude. let don't let the writers like pressure you into doing it you know doing it there you know you need two champions like no just have like have a, okay theoretically brand split Roman Reigns is your champion. He's right. feuding, let's say, with Rollins still by the time it happens, which he will. Okay. Um, let's say that's and and Rollins is say drafted to Raw. Okay. So then he that's his feud. He's gonna feud with him, right. but he can still appear on SmackDown. He doesn't just doesn't have to have a feud on SmackDown. Right. Like having wrestling mixed mixed tag matches. You know, like 
Like like like it like six man right. tag matches just to make an appearance just to give him a match maybe have him get an interview you know like just that you know like he can like still Rollins, appear but it's not like Rollins could be in the mixed tag match it doesn't matter I know it doesn't yeah, matter yeah. like make it, make it meaning me being a world champion should be meaningful so like maybe it'd just be cool like oh oh man the world champion's here like I know he didn't win the top you know I know he's not on the show but like True. like you know like. It, just to see him on SmackDown, like have him wrestle Kevin, you know, whoever, who's ever on SmackDown, John Cena, like right. just to see it, just like for a main event for one week, yeah. and then whoever's feuding with the guy he's facing will interfere. Like if Cena's facing Rusev, Rusev could fuck fuck Cena over, That's you know, true. like that yeah. that could be the. That's true. It, it can work, and then you know the it can work, and right. the Raw feud will continue going on on Raw. Just, uh, Roman Reigns yeah. will just be double booked. Who cares? Exactly. You know. I think that's the best way to do it. I don't want to see a SmackDown title. What are they gonna call it? The global champion, it's the universe it's champion. Not a bad name, but global. But yeah, but I understand your point. You know, like there shouldn't be world, two world champions. It just diminishes the world championship that we have now. Like, yeah, and stuff absolutely. Like that. And we just got, you know, uh, I don't know. Like, and the women's uh, division is just finally starting to get its feet under feet it on again. The yeah, like, we don't need like, a second ten. The women are going to be split now? Like, what? Yeah, like, see, this is what I would do. On. This is what I would do when the draft comes it's and during. Every time they did these drafts, they split up tag teams. I remember the Dudley boys got split up and during the Hardys. first. The Hardys got split up. Uh, keep make the tag teams draftable as one cohesive one unit. unit. Yes. like they did that with the NWO in the first draft. The NWO was drafted as a unit, and it was I like that. It was after yeah. Hogan split up with them, but it was Kevin Nash, right. Scott Hall, and um, X Pac. X Pac. So yeah. like. Do it like that. So, like, if the Dudleys get drafted, I don't want to see Devon going to SmackDown again and Bubba going to Raw. Take them together. They have right. to go together. Like, you sign, maybe, like, have them, like, do a storyline where, where it's illegal to break up tag teams unless yeah. they choose to get break, broken up. Exactly. And then you can break up, like, the social outcasts or something because nobody gives a shit about them. <laughs> though, though, it was, it, you know, it was, but when you did finally have those moments where, like, Raw, the Raw brand was, like, brawling in the ring with the SmackDown... I mean, don't tell me that you weren't, like, psyched for that. Like, when the, these guys that never seen each other for, like, a year time, they finally were, like, feuding, like, beating each other up. And you're like, oh, my God, like, that group is that group. Like, like a smack that, like a survivor. Sorry, season. Fred, I didn't think. I, you didn't think uh, the crowd I was did, into it then. I, I mean, didn't care. I remember bragging rights. You remember bragging rights, Fred? Uh, no, I don't. Bragging rights was a pay-per-view, Fred, of Raw vs. SmackDown What matches. year was that? Uh, depending on what year you're talking about. I don't about, remember. You know, it, it was more in the recent past. Nah, I'm not talking about that then. I'm talking about early shit. I'm talking about like when you had like SummerSlam 2002 and you had like, you know, um, like the, the what was that match? The, Eddie versus Benoit? No, it was, Raw it, was, match. Yeah, it was like uh, Chris Benoit versus... Um, was uh, what, Yeah, whatever. They were both on, they were both on both, they were on the opposite shows yeah. and stuff like that. Like, like, that was intriguing to me, like, so, yeah. you know, I'm not talking about, like, later done. on SmackDown with done, Jack Swagger like, and all that stuff. I'm not talking about that. Like, it has to be done, that was, that like, was with not, a fine... That like, was garbage. A fine set of rules where, like, maybe once in a while you have them cross paths. Like, at paper, like, at the big four pay-per-views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Big That's four right. pay-per-views, maybe. Yeah. Like, at, and, well, let's talk about this. I mean, we have Money in the Bank coming up. When they had the brand split, they used to have two Money in the Bank ladder matches. That's true. Yeah. We're not getting two Money in the Bank ladder matches this month. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully 
that means they're only gonna have one championship. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm hopeful that's maybe. a sign. I'm hoping, or maybe that they're just gonna go with it on the fly, and then there's just one winner this year, and they then they have to choose which title they're going for. But you know, maybe next year the round they can have eight people in a Money in a Bank match and four <laughs> on Raw, Raw, uh, four on from SmackDown. Right. I, I don't know. I'm just like throwing us in the air here, you know, like stuff like that. So I, I, I don't know. It's very, it's very soon to tell. It's hard to judge at this point because we haven't been there yet, obviously. So right, um, it I'm very mixed with this right now. I'm I don't know because uh, we we have we've had like the SmackDown six. We've had you know we yeah. have we've had some also dark periods of Raw. Raw of it, I remember when you know, SmackDown the was day. the best show and Raw was horrible. That's right. And unfortunately, the Fred, six, that was the, awesome. the the biggest implication of this entire news development is that. We have to watch SmackDown now. Oh no! What's in the box, <laughs> Fred? Oh no! But but Fred, oh, no. we don't watch SmackDown. It's so whacked out, no! Oh no! Oh, no. WWE did this do? right though. They did it right because what they know they know if I want to see a certain guy and like oh, let's say Kevin Owens gets drafted no. to SmackDown there's no way I'm missing Kevin Owens uh, Sami Zayn what if Sami Zayn goes there what if Cesaro I could see going to SmackDown horrible Cesaro I could totally see going to SmackDown oh fuck Miz going to SmackDown don't you want to see these guys uh, yeah, I do of course I do I know somebody good's gonna get drafted to SmackDown of course so you know, like they're gonna they're gonna pull a rabbit out of their fucking ass so Fred I'd like to have a, a moment of silence if you if you would for our our our, our period of only watching raw it was <laughs> it was a great time <laughs> when I didn't have to watch SmackDown because it didn't matter and nothing happened um I'm deeply saddened by the loss of my Tuesday nights. Um, I mean, I, you know, it was a long, it was a long run. I, I, I was happy not having to watch my bed. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to watch my I don't want to. This it's is so worse. This it's is so fucking bad. wretched. This is so wretched. This is the fucking worst. Becky console me. Ah, oh, you gotta give WWE credit though. <laughs> <They're being laughs> Becky's going to SmackDown. No, 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 <laughs> so I I mean we have to see where this goes, man. That that draft is gonna be a big podcast for us, man. Oh, uh, we have to commit fucking five hours of our lives to wrestling again. Oh my god! And then we still have NXT, which is so good. <laughs> I just barely had enough time to watch wrestling. I know, and now I have to watch more. 
Uh, I, I don't know, no. man. I don't know. Oh, Beth, Becky, if you're crying, I'll console you. Too. I'm assuming that Raw gets a bigger roster because the show's an hour longer. That's the only other thing I can oh, throw out no, there. Oh, God. This goddamn three hours. This, this will be the only good thing about it if they change it back to two hours. Oh, please bring it back to two hours. That will be a saving grace, but I don't think so. Well, they should, though, because they're spread, if they're spreading out the talent, then what are we going to get on that extra hour of Raw anymore? We've been subjected to the golden truth and brizango like that's with the full roster if they split it in half i might have to watch an apollo cruise match the last hour will about to be becky lynch hour actually that's pretty good yeah it's gonna be all right craig it's gonna be all right, buddy. Obviously, we have be all right. a lot of kinks have to be worked out, and they'll figure out what's gonna go on with this brand split and that Ooh, kinky big <laughs> that big draft coming up in July. I mean, this is just this is huge news. They're giving us a lot of work to do now, man. I didn't want to work that much. I just wanted to work an hour. I know. A week. But Look now. at this. Our podcast is already longer, and it hasn't even happened yet. Oh fuck! We're screwed. We're uh, goddamn screwed. How are we going to recap we five do? hours of television? Oh, my God. Especially after oh a God. pay-per-view. <laughs> on a pay-per-view week. We have three oh, hours no. on Sunday. Three oh, hours no. on Monday. And then two hours on Tuesday. Oh, no. I quit. WWP it's is done. over. <laughs> I quit. I, I can't handle the pressure. I'm Cody Rhodesing this moment. <laughs> I can't do it, Fred. I can't do it. I'm Craig leaving. is leaving. Oh, God. He's actually walking I, away. I, I can actually end it. Oh, my God. Are you sure you um, want me to end it? Yeah, just oh, boy. Okay. Um, okay, Craig has actually walked off. He's, yeah, he really walked off. People. Uh, I'm back! Ah, we swerved you. Swerve, baby. Swerve, baby. All right. Swervy pervy. That'll do it here. On the Wretched Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> I can't believe Craig we have to me. watch SmackDown. Fuck! Craig's just left on. Oh, no. Okay. So, we got some time. We got some time to let this heal. Let this marinate a let bit. Let this marinate a little bit. And let's let it play Oh, look, out. Becky. Becky's lone appearance. Oh, I saw her. I saw her little Becky's man. lone appearance on Raw this oh. week was backstage in the background when Ric Flair was leaving. She is behind Arn Anderson right now. Oh, get that fatty out of the way. <laughs> oh, Becky. Poor Becky. All right, Becky. Well... Oh guys, it's been a fun run. <laughs> yeah, let's not let's not drag this yeah, okay, this exit out anymore. anymore. We'll we'll catch you guys next week. That's fine. But but guess what, friend? What's that? We still have a month and a half of not watching SmackDown. Okay, so that's fine. So let's just let's just see what happens. We'll react from there. We'll quit from there. We'll fucking punch ourselves in the face for this. If I don't if know. we punch each other at the same time. Like <laughs> your your fist is. I know my finch actually went out. Fred's getting a little frightened. Oh boy! Okay. <laughs> oh boy! Get that knife away! Get that knife! Put that, so, sorry, put sorry. it down, Fred. Fred. We got a month and a half. Shh, 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 shh. Just, 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 just let, just let just it, slide in. just let slide it in. Just, just. Ow! Oh! All right, this is getting weird. <laughs> okay, so this concludes our eighth episode of the Wrestling Retro. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Nah, fuck. <laughs> Wrestling wretch. 
Uh, oh, it's perfect. You did it, Fred. Thank uh, you. Fuck me. Thank you for fucking fuck up the exit me. again. Fuck again. Me. He fucked it up again. Botcha mania. <laughs> Botcha mania. <laughs> we love wrestling. Not when SmackDown goes live. Yeah.